Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. The only way to bag a classy lady is to give her two tickets to the gun show. Stop calling your arms guns. I never and Nigel show. Oh, look at Kylan with the edit on the fly, baby. Yeah, that's, a, thank that, you, that's thank impressive. You. I see you. Hey, that type of editing for a radio nerd like me, I tip my cap. Well done. <laughs> it's an honor. Not many people get excited about an edit, but damn, that was good. <laughs> uh, Guy Relford is here. It's time to ask the gun guy. So this is how it's going to work. We're going to get as many calls in as we can until we have to hit a break. So these are the rules. Make your question quick. Don't ramble on. Don't tell us a five-minute story. And just keep it clean. That's all we ask. Other than that, let's rock and roll. E-Buzz, get us going, my man. You got Guy Relford here. Hey, Guy. Back in 1979, they used to have concerts on on 67. You were a member of the Bear Patrol. And we came in and had a couple of plugged watermelons with some rum and tequila. <laughs> and that was you that kept coming up wanting a, another cup of the watermelon, wasn't <laughs> Why, well, E-Buzz, I don't remember that specifically, but I was a member of the Bear Force, and uh, I love a, a plugged watermelon, especially with tequila. So I, that doesn't surprise me a bit. If you're drinking an, the plugged watermelon the right way, you're not supposed to remember it, guy. Well, that's a really good point. But yeah, th- thanks for that memory, Buzz. Uh-huh. All right, let's go to uh, Southside Sparky. Southside Sparky, welcome to the Hammer and Nigel Show. Guy Relford's here. Hey, thank you very much. Uh, I got a uh, pertinent question for Guy, and I got a personal question for you, Hammer. Guy, um, got a theoretical for you. If I just recently heard on the radio that if you've got a medical card for marijuana is illegal to own a firearm is there any way to possibly get rid of that medical card and to be able to legally own again and then for you hammer uh i'm the same age as you i went to ball state the same time you did uh i was in the animal house sigma nu at the time my question is were you a sigma chi for a tcom major just curious Thanks, so, guys. So, Guy, you've got the more important answer, so you go first. I'm interested to hear what you're going to say, but uh, yeah, I'll, no, I'll answer the question. Um, you, the, the, the federal statute says you cannot possess a firearm if you're a user of or addicted to any illegal drugs. In, even in those states that have legalized either recreational marijuana or medical marijuana or both, marijuana remains on the schedule of controlled substances under the federal Controlled Substances Act of 1970, so it's still an illegal drug under federal law. So yes, if you're in a state, and this doesn't apply to us here in Indiana since we don't have marijuana cards, and we you know we don't have legalized marijuana. But in those states that do that that do have legalized marijuana, yeah, if you go get um, a medical marijuana card and you establish through a government record 
that you're a user of marijuana, you've lost your Second Amendment rights. And uh, and they get notifications to that degree. If you go buy a gun today and fill out the 4473 form that you fill out in the gun store, which is essentially your application to buy a gun, it'll say right on there, are you a user of or addicted to any illegal drug? And it'll say, including marijuana in those states where marijuana is legalized. So that is absolutely true. The, the way to fix it is to get marijuana off of the Controlled Substances Act uh, schedule uh, at the federal level, then that removes that prohibition. Then we don't have to worry about it. And there have been bills introduced, we just can't get them passed. But, you know, it's stupid that, that marijuana is not only is on the controlled substances list, it's right up there with the most addictive, least beneficial drugs. Uh, it's right up there with with meth and and coke uh, and heroin, which is completely ridiculous when you're talking about you know a natural plant that grows out of the ground. So that's it. I mean, and the way to get your rights back is give up your card, quit using the marijuana in those states. Uh, but you still got to worry about the fact there's that record where you've documented the fact that you're a user of at least at the federal level an illegal drug. And to answer your question for me, Sparky, I was never in a fraternity at Ball State. Partied at them. Bunch of times, had buddies that were in them. I uh, lived in a couple houses off campus, and it was like a fraternity. I had some of the <laughs> rowdiest, most hardcore partying dudes alive in that house. Like, I was the choir boy of the house. Oh, come on. And I was the hot mess express. <laughs> like, I would come home from class and see my roommates doing some things that I feel like I can't even begin to mention on these airwaves. <laughs> see, I was an SAE, Sigma Alpha Epsilon, at DePaul University. But at DePaul, everybody lived in a house. Like 90% of the student population was either in a sorority or fraternity. It was just their housing system. Uh, and we weren't really all that crazy. In fact, I went to one of the less crazy houses there just because I thought, you know, between football and trying to study, uh, I didn't really want to go into one of the really crazy ones. Let's go to Mark. Welcome to the Hammer and Nigel Show, Mark. We got Guy Relford here. Hey, Guy. Um, quick question here. Um, I know Indiana passed the uh, concealed carry, but uh, my question is, if you are prescribed a controlled substance, can you still conceal carry? Yeah, it, it, if you're prescribed by a doctor and it's legal, then that doesn't eliminate your ability to carry. Now, now if Matt Bear prescribes it for you, then all bets are off. <laughs> well, that's exactly right. Um, but it, it also depends. If, if it is um, a drug that treats a, a mental illness and you've ever been committed against your will, for instance, and, and under the wording of the federal statute, you've been adjudicated to be mentally defective as as uh, obnoxious and, and uh, insulting as that language is, that's the language of the federal statute, then you may have an issue. But, but no, if you're, if you're just taking a, a prescription drug prescribed to you by a doctor, that in and of itself uh, doesn't uh, end your ability to carry a gun. Let's go to Dale. Dale, welcome to the Hammer and Nigel show. We got Guy Relford here. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> All hey, right. I got a question. Um, I went and got myself a rifle. Uh-huh. Um, I'm 61 years old, and I still had to fill out the form. Yep. Um, I told the guy, if you read the questions, and I'll answer him, this will go a lot quicker. Uh, the uh, owner of the uh, shop said, uh, you can't do that. Uh, I got to answer all the questions myself. Uh, is that right or wrong? 
Yeah, you're not supposed to get any assistance uh, at the gun store and filling out. That's that same 4473 form I was just talking about. Um, you know, the idea that if, 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 if they uh, read you the questions, you answer it, and they would just, just mark your answer down, um, you know, in and of itself, does that violate some law? You know, it may, because um, the regulations associated with that form typically are that you have to fill that out, out yourself and you can't get any assistance. And and you have to verify at the end of the day that everything on there is accurate, because if you put something inaccurate on there um, and still certify it, that's actually a violation of law. If you lie on that form, or the government can prove you lied on that form, that's 10 years in federal prison. So I could see a gun store saying, "Oh hell no, we're not going to fill this thing out for you," because if we, you know, if you say yes and answer to a question and we screw up and mark no, um, then we just sent you to prison, and there could be liability associated with that. And for that reason, I've never researched that specifically, but I wouldn't be a bit surprised if there's a regulation that you have to fill that form out yourself. All right, James, Jim, and Joshua, we ran out of time. Hang on the line, though. Guy, could you take some calls off the air? Yeah, yeah, quickly I can. All right, so you guys hang on the line. Guy will take your calls off the air. We've got Tony Kennett coming up next, and we're going to talk about Joe Hogsett. Where was he during the riots, and why doesn't Jefferson Shreve try to use that to his advantage in the mayor's race in Indianapolis? That is coming up 